0: This is Too Busy to Podcast, a show for busy, multi-passionate female entrepreneurs at different stages of their podcasting journey, who may be feeling frustrated or overwhelmed doing all the things. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast editor and podcast manager. I'll be coming to you every week, solo or with a guest, to share actionable tips, simple strategies and useful resources to help you manage and grow your podcast the simple way. We'll be covering the practical stuff like how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use and how to create a podcast workflow that helps you to stay organised. But also there's the other important stuff like mindset, email marketing, productivity and storytelling. So open up the notes app on your phone and let's get started. Hey there, I'm so grateful to you for being here. In episode three, I'm going to break down the four steps to successfully launching your podcast. So grab a pen and some paper and let's get into it. As you might know by now, I'm all about keeping things simple. I find it easier breaking things down into sections, subsections, sub subsections. Is that even a word? I think I made that up. (laughs) But launching a podcast is no different. I like to refer to the steps as the four P's. Prep, produce, publish, and promote. Let's start at the beginning. Prep. In this phase, you're doing the groundwork for your podcast. Some things to consider, for example, would be choosing a name for your podcast. I'll be going into this more in a future episode because choosing the right name is super important. Your name and your cover art, those are the two things that will capture someone's attention. And you have about three to four seconds in which to do so. So as they're scrolling through the shows on their podcast app, you want to stand out so you stop the scroll. You want them to stop the scroll and click on your show to find out more about what your show is about. You want it to stand out, but it also needs to tell people exactly what your show is about. Another one is defining your niche or your audience. Who are your listeners? What do they want to hear? Deciding the format of your show. Will you do it alone? Will you have a co-host? Will you interview guests? Or maybe you will have a hybrid of all three. Where will you get your artwork? Where will you get your music? How will your episodes be structured? Structuring solo episodes and structuring guest interviews are of course somewhat different. So that's something that you want to bear in mind. What are you going to talk about? What are you passionate about? What can you sit and talk about for 45 60 minutes without a break? Now is a great time to start brainstorming. Create a list of 50 episode titles. I know 50 sounds like a lot, but honestly, Just see where you get to. Grab a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, and just brainstorm. See how many episode titles you can come up with. Because potentially that could be 50 weeks of content sorted out right out the gate before you've even started recording. Wouldn't that be amazing? I think that sounds absolutely fantastic. What equipment do you need? At a minimum, I recommend headphones and a mic. It doesn't have to be anything expensive, but to ensure good quality audio, these two are a must. Additionally, what will you use to record your episodes? There are a number of free options out there, including Audacity for PCs and GarageBand for Mac users. These are ideal for solo episodes only. For interviews, I highly recommend Riverside.fm, their Squadcast and their Zencaster as well. These were created specifically for podcasting. Some people use Zoom. I don't think it's the best when it comes to podcasting. Of course, Zoom has become a staple in businesses since COVID 19 hit last year, March. So everyone knows about Zoom, it's really simple to use. However, in terms of audio, you won't necessarily get the best audio for your podcast. If you do use it, make sure there's a strong internet connection, maybe by connecting your ethernet cable directly into your laptop or sitting by the router. It just wouldn't be my go-to platform for podcast recording. Who will host your podcast? There are a number of options with Libsyn and Buzzsprout being the top two for me. But, you know, there's Podbean, there's so many out there. So it's best to do some research and choose one that works for you in the short and long term. I can't emphasise long term enough. Yes, of course, you can move your podcast between hosting platforms But if you make the right decision at the beginning, thinking ahead 12, 18, 24 months, you won't have to go through that rigmarole. So the second phase is produce. Now, this is the fun part. So you've got your list of episodes. You might even have drafted an outline or a script for each one, which is fantastic. You've chosen your recording software, you've purchased your mic, you've got your headphones and now it's time to record. Woohoo! Congratulations for making it this far. On a future episode, I'll be giving you some tips on the best recording environment, but for now, I'll just say somewhere with lots of soft furnishings. A walk-in closet is the perfect space, alternatively a small carpeted room with as few hard surfaces as possible. So presently, as I am recording, I am coming to you live from under my duvet at my desk. I am in my bedroom, so there's a carpet and bed, but I'm also positioned near a window. And of course, I have some furniture. It's a relatively large room, not as small as I would like, but it suits me just fine. Make sure you test everything before recording to make sure it all works. You just need a few minutes to make sure the tech is up to scratch. So just hit record on whatever platform you're using and just talk, could just say test, test, test. You can talk about the weather. Just talk for a few minutes and check afterwards that the audio is clear and that everything is working as it should. There's nothing worse than doing your thing, only to realise afterwards, that you've got nothing to show for it nothing is recorded and i see this quite a bit in facebook groups and it's an absolute nightmare because typically what usually happens is that you've had an amazing conversation with your guest you've lost the audio and it's it's very very difficult to get that same vibe that same conversation back even if you re-record it's lost forever so test 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 i can't emphasize it enough Along with your first couple episodes, you'll need to record your trailer, intro and outro. Once you've finished recording all of those, it's now time to edit. If you listen to podcasts, you would have noticed that everyone does, you know, they have different styles of editing. There's no right way, there's no wrong way. It really does depend on your preference. Some people do no editing at all. So some podcasts I've listened to, the host is outside, running, you can hear them breathing hard, you can hear the birds in the background, anything goes, and that's totally fine. Others might do some light editing where they clean up any gaps of silence or any obvious loud sounds, and that's it. And then there are others who remove ums, ahs, repeat sentences, filler words, such as like, you know, that we often say without realising. So, you know, it's really, there you go, I'm saying, you know. So it's really up to you how much editing you want to do for your podcast. Just remember, the more editing you do, the more time it takes. After editing, you'll need to prepare your episode description for the podcast players and show notes for your website if you have one. These could be the same, However, please note that links show up differently depending on the app. So I always recommend putting full show notes on your website and including links to them in your episode description in the podcast player app. This is also a great way to drive traffic to your website. If you wish, you could also provide a transcribed version of your podcast. Transcribing your podcast is a great way to ensure that your podcast reaches people who are not necessarily in a position to listen. So the hard of hearing community. On to phase three, where you upload your episode to your hosting platform. So whether you choose Libsyn, Buzzsprout, Podbean, Anchor, whichever one it is, this part is pretty easy. And depending on who you go with, you might just need to upload the audio file. Libsyn, for example, you need to upload the cover art each time along with the audio file, fill in the title, the season, all that kind of stuff. Whereas with Buzzsprout, you have the option to upload a copy of the transcription, which is pretty cool. You're able to schedule ahead, which is great for those who batch their recordings for the month. You can set the date and time you want it to go out and it will push out automatically for you, So for my clients I usually set 6am, for my own podcast I do 2am, 3am and it just automatically goes out whilst you sleep, whilst you're running your business. It's just one less thing that you need to think about and that's it. Your podcast is out in the world for your audience to listen to but it doesn't stop there. Phase four is all about promotion As a new podcaster, people won't know about your show unless you tell them about it. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your peers. If you've got a Facebook group for your audience, post it in there. If you're on Instagram, if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on Twitter, wherever it is that you hang out, share it, share it with the world. Post about it on your personal and business social media profiles. Encourage people to listen and subscribe by clicking the link in your bio. Or by adding the link to the comments section. Make it really easy for them to support you. I highly recommend being a guest on other podcasts two to three weeks either side of your launch date. This is a great way of inviting a new audience to tune in and raising your visibility. Consider hosting a giveaway, a launch party, or something similar that involves your audience and piques interest. Share audio snippets of the first couple episodes. Photos or videos of you recording is usually quite a nice touch. Use a mixture of audio, video, simple static graphics as not everyone consumes content in the same way and you want to make sure that you don't leave anyone out. Promotion in the run-up to launch is crucial, especially if you want to chart, but you do have to continue doing it every week. I find creating a calendar and scheduling it as you would your normal social media very, very helpful. So for me, I've got a calendar on an A3 piece of paper and on Tuesday, I have to do X. On Thursday, my episodes come out. On Saturday, I do X. On Monday, I do Y. I have it all lined up and then on the day, I could just sit down and just get it done, schedule it and just get it done. Easy peasy one less thing to think about. So there we have it, the four steps or phases to launching a podcast successfully. Number one, prep. Number two, produce. Number three, publish. And number four, promote. I'll be delving deeper into some of the things mentioned in today's episode. For example, how to choose the right name for your podcast, the equipment you'll need other than headphones and a mic, and how to ensure you have good quality audio before you hit record. So look out for those in the very near future. That's it for today. Next week, I'll be talking about why you need a trailer. See you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy To Podcast. I know how busy you are, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.